Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. We want to take a minute and give credit to one of our sponsors of the show, Her Two Beauty Bar. They specialize in all-natural skincare, all-natural ingredients, which includes sensual body butters, cleansing soap milk, exfoliating sugar scrubs, facial aloe skin products, and argan hair care. Go to MySkinCareNatural.com to shop for your natural skincare needs. Now, back to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Good afternoon. Can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me okay? Okay, I can hear you now. Because the first time we tried to connect, I couldn't hear anything on your end but background noise. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I am here. And welcome, everyone, to CBS Soap Dish Recap for uh, Young and the Restless and Bold and the Beautiful for um, the week of eight. 24 through 828. So, how was your week, Keisha? Um, my week wasn't too bad. I worked I worked in the office uh, more this week than I have in the past several months. So, how was it was, going back into the office? Um, well, we were already um we had to be there at least once a week. So, we we it hadn't it wasn't that I hadn't been there in a while. I just hadn't been there three days in a row in a while. Okay, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. Okay. So, I don't know, I almost felt a little a little more exhausted than normal, oh. because I'm so used to being at home teleworking. Exactly, um, exactly. But, I have to get used to going back, and they're going to add another uh, another day to our schedule, so I gotta get used to going back in three days in a row, so I'm trying to do that now, instead of waiting to do it. Oh, okay. Well, as long as you you guys are being safe, that's that's the main yeah. thing. That's the main thing. So we had a pretty interesting week from both soaps, wouldn't you say so? I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to me, I think it really for both shows really got really good toward the middle and going toward the end of the week. I mean, the first couple mm-hmm. days were okay. But as it progressed, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, it seems like it was a lot of good stuff that we have to unpack in the show today. So, yeah. Okay. So we're usually how we do this. And guys, for those who are new to our platform, um, welcome. And what we normally do is we'll discuss the young and the restless first and recap and review everything from this past week. And then in the second part of the show, your weekend all right so we're going to start with the young and the restless and um pretty much um monday and the storylines uh was rotating between the whole thing with well i'll just say this week it was pretty much about kyle theo and lola and summer and then of course the whole thing about adam sharon chelsea and ray 
And then was there another big storyline this week? Oh, the whole thing with Victoria. Yeah, I guess you could kind of count that as a big storyline. Yeah, because she does some things that's, um, I mean, that's not going to be, uh, I have a feeling it's going to blow up in her face, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. I agree. <laughs> Definitely will. So let's do, we're going to try a little bit different this week. Um, instead of going by day by day, we're just going to take it storyline by storyline. How, what do you think? Okay. Okay. I want that idea. Okay. So therefore, um, if we happen to skip ahead, we all have to say, well, wait a minute, we, we're jumping ahead. We're on Tuesday. We just happened on Friday. So we're yeah. just basically going to do a discussion of each of the storylines that were going on this week from both shows. And then, of course, we'll just move on to the second show. So which storyline you want to tackle from this week first? Do you want to do the Devon? Because that was a little short. The Devon, Nate, and Amanda thing and with Elena. Um, yeah, I guess we can start there. Okay, so let me ask you this. Um, does it seem to you that Nate acted a little bit different toward Amanda when they met up, I think, this week, and he was kind of short with her. Did you notice that? I I did. Nate was kind of short with everybody. Yeah, he was. He was short with uh, Elena as well. Exactly. Exactly. I didn't get that. What do you think that's all about? seems to be surrounding any time Elena asks him about Amanda, mm-hmm. um, he gets actually him and Amanda both when they're asked about like how things are going between them by other people, mm-hmm. they both get pretty defensive. Yeah, they do. Um, and then you can also see that the I feel like the work thing is going to get in the way of their relationship. Or mm-hmm. as Nate said, he didn't want to put labels on it this week, right? Um, but they keep. It, it seems like um, Hillary's not Lord. I call her Hillary. Amanda. It seems like Amanda's uh-huh. work um, comes up often when they're together. She's got to go do something. She got to go take care of something, and Nate has to remind her to remember to have fun. So I feel like that's going to be something that plays a factor in what might ruin um, or alter their relationship later on down the line. Maybe a reason why. Um, things don't work out or why possibly her and Billy end up together. Yeah, I see they're slowly trying to drop hints of putting Amanda with Billy and the thoughts that they're having. Because you remember the time where they was at the bar, um, Amanda and Nate, and she was just talking about, oh, I think I need to be there for him and He's this and he's that. And then when she came out of that whole epiphany, she looked at Nate. Nate looking at her like, uh. I'm still sitting here. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's that all about? You know. Yeah, that was a little awkward. But at the same time, um, when her and Devon were together, Devon kind of, I felt like he was being a little, I don't know if flirty is the word, but when he said to her, um, Catherine would love her. Mm-hmm. Um, if if she had, if she was still alive, mm-hmm. um, and she was like, "Well, I'll take that as a compliment," and he says, "Good because it was one." And it's, <laughs> that was kind of like a, I don't know, that kind of felt a little flirty. It did, for lack of a better word, to me, because they kind of gave each other one of those little soap opera uh, 
stairs. Mm-hmm. Like, hmm, maybe there's something here. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So I'm I'm wondering what they're trying to do. I mean, I was looking forward to the Nate and Amanda saying, but then they was hinting Amanda around with Devon. And then they're hitting Amanda around with thoughts bouncing back and forth between her and Billy. And then look like they were trying to put some type of chem test with Nate and Elena. So I don't know. I think they're just kind of testing the waters with these with these characters to see, you know, what direction that they want to go into, you know. But what would you prefer? I think you said it before. But and I think I got an idea what the answer to your question might be. But you kind of want the whole. Um... Go ahead. What were you about to say? Yeah, I was just gonna say I'm, I'm torn because I really like Nate and I feel like he deserves a relationship. Mm-hmm. But putting her with Billy will also be something different because it's somebody that has never they, of course, have never been a couple because she's newer to the show. And it's somebody outside of um, Billy's usual uh, trip around the the dating scene. Mm-hmm. Amanda would be somebody new for him. So uh, just as long as they stay away from putting her and Devon together, mm-hmm. um, I'll be satisfied. I just I don't want I don't want her to come between Devon and Nate because we've already had that with Hillary, Devon, and, and Neil. Right. That is true. Um, so I, I just, I really, really, really hope they stay away from, from Devon and Amanda being together. So have you um, seen some of the rumors that's out there with regards to Amanda and that Drusilla had twins um, in her teenage years and those twins happened to be um, Amanda and Hillary? The problem with that theory oh, how soon they forget because if you rewind time back to when Hillary came to town her mom was Ann I forgot her last name but it was Ann something and um uh Ann was friends with with um with Neil so I don't know how they're going to come up with that. I mean, anything is possible. They could easily say that Anne adopted these kids or whatever, but I just wanted to throw that out there. What would you think if they did go that direction with, with uh, Amanda and Hillary? I would prefer them not to connect every new character on the show to someone's past well see the problem that they have with that is what is the chances that somebody with an identical face of a character that was killed off what are the chances of that person not being related to the old character kind of like how they did with mariah and cassie you know what i mean yeah so if they kept it that way um if it was just she finds out that she was uh, hillary's twin sister Mm-hmm. Fine, but if they try to make it that they were Drusilla's long lost daughters, that's the part I don't. Really yeah, like. that's the part that, and it doesn't make sense because it rewrites history. Because we yeah. have a history already for who Hillary's mother was, who right. was this alcoholic that Neil knew that he tried to help, and they supposedly had had a relationship or whatever friendship that they had. 
But yeah, Drusilla was no part of that. So I mean, if they did try to go that route, it's like okay, writers really the fans usually keep up. So yeah, yeah. I I don't yeah. think that's gonna go over well. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, yeah. So on the on the in the scene where uh, Nate and Elena are talking, and Elena asks him about Amanda, mm-hmm. and he gets you know a little testy with him. When he says, uh, he says he wants a relationship that's as good as what her and Devon has. Mm-hmm. That that, that was weird, like little, right? Yes, that was very weird. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, that was. Weird. I didn't like that moment at all. Yeah, because I'm like, <laughs> are you serious right now? I mean, yeah. it's almost like you envious. I'm, he's not jealous, but there's a little envy of the fact that the relationship that you have with Amanda is not as where it should be. You want it to be like, you know, Devon and Elena. And it's like, dude, honestly, from the fans' perspective, Devon and Elena is actually pretty boring. <laughs> so, I mean, right. I, they're cute together. They're cute I like together. together. I mean, granted, the actor, the actor Brighton James, and of course Brittany. Sarpy are dating in real life so who knows they could be firecrackers in their own you know real life world but the characters that they play and the material that they're given to play you know each other's significant other it's like snoozeville kind of how like uh, to me um, what's her name Lola and Kyle were they were boring to me so, and that's why I was so glad, and we'll talk about them a little bit later, but I was glad that they moved her over to Theo a little bit. You know what I mean? So, yeah. anywho, but um, did we have anything else with the Amanda, Elena, Nate, and um, and uh, that whole storyline? No, I think, I think that pretty much wraps up what happened with them this week. Okay. All right, so I want to talk about Victoria and Billy for a minute because this is going to be quick and to the point. And watching how all this unfolded with her offering, because remember, she was pissed at Billy, even though, Mm -hmm. you know, Billy is the father of her kids and she knows that Billy is definitely a good father to them. In regards to any relationship outside of the kids, she was just not there with him. And then all of a sudden, because I thought that was so weird. And I'm going to give you the reason why I think that she did what she did this week. But I thought that was so weird after all of the angst that she had with him and everything. And then you decided to go to him instead of Lily or even instead of, well, she probably won't talk to Amanda that much. But even Lily, why didn't you bring that to Lily about saying, hey, you know, I need you to run this story, blah, blah, blah. I got a big one for you. You go to Billy. Well, we know why she went to well, Billy. Well, yeah, I honestly think that she's using him. She don't care about this. She wants, she's using and trying to burn everybody in the process because mm-hmm. she could have, like I said, she could have offered the media division of Newman and had a conference. She didn't offer the, she had a media, um, that whole media division of Newman. She could have went directly to Lily and say, Hey, I want to sell this off to you. If we're getting rid of this. You can have it for this price. No, you got to go to him. Why is that? Because I honestly believe that 
it was her way of saying, look, I gave you something. Now you got to do something for me. That's how I see it. What are your thoughts? Um, I think she went to Billy because she knows that Billy would probably be more open to taking a story that is going to damage Victor or Adam Mm -hmm. than Lily would be. And she probably felt like that if she went to Billy first, he would he he's gonna accept the story. He's gonna be the one to uh, he would be able to convince Lily. And I think she thinks that if she went to Lily first, Lily probably would have shut her down because we saw what what her um, what her her concerns were about running the story. She she probably feels like Lily would have shut her down. So instead of going straight to the person that will most likely shoot you down, you're going to go to the person that you know that you can probably get the yes out of and let that person do the work of convincing his partner and running that story. So you think, okay, so you took a different route with this, which does make a lot of sense because, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. If, in fact... Um, you know, uh, Victoria had to went to Lily and say, hey, can you run this story, blah, 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 talk to your attorneys, I want to send this and give you some business. Lily probably would have laughed her out the door. Mm-hmm. And I don't want no yeah. parts of the Newman drama. Whereas, right. like you say, Billy has some skin in the game with this because of his hatred toward both Victor and Adam. So, and him, and, him and Victoria have, even though Victoria was... Um, you know, angry with Billy, or you know, they weren't really on good terms. Mm-hmm. They have she's got a relationship with Billy, yeah. So she's going to go to the person that she's got a relationship with versus one that she doesn't. She doesn't really have a relationship at all with Lily. With Lily, I mean, okay. So my thing is, I'm and again, this is a storyline. I mean, I don't want to go too far off base, but I mean, if Billy wasn't working there and you were trying to do what you were going to do. She would have had to go through it unless she would have went through some other media outlet. But it was set up this way for Billy to be working at Chance Media and, um, you know, for this to go the way it is going. So I'm not going to digress off of that too much. But um, I guess one of the kids, uh, the baby girl, she ate. Oh, no, she got stung by a bee. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they they kind of reconnected a little bit emotionally over that, but it you know of course Victoria still has her walls up, so that wasn't going to go anywhere. Right. At all. So I mean, I kind of wanted to touch on that to see what your thoughts was. She didn't have Victoria didn't have a lot of content this week, like she did yeah. the previous week with the whole thing. But Monday is going to be an interesting episode. I have already saw it. But uh, which includes Victoria, but um, yeah. So keep your keep you guys eyes open for that. Alrighty. Mm-hmm. Now, um, should we? Oh, what? Okay. What did you think about Phyllis's? That whole episode on either Tuesday or Wednesday was dedicated to all of the women in her new venture. They spent the whole episode on that, didn't they? Or am I missing something? Uh, it was pretty, that whole episode was pretty much her building up her little project, her, 
escape club. Yeah, her escape club. What did you think about it? Because, uh, I mean, to me, I, I, I fell asleep on it. I woke up, <laughs> and then I said, oh, wait a minute. I got to watch this again, and I fell asleep on it again. So it must... <laughs> um, I thought it was, it was cute. I mean, I don't know if they needed to devote a whole episode to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the little setup of it was cute. She she basically uh, crafted a special evening for each of the ladies. Mm-hmm. They had um, a couple of people paired up where they had Lily and Tracy paired up and they kind of bonded over talking about um, Colleen. Um, they paired up Amanda and Elena and they got little, I think they got little manicure pedicures and they just had some girl talk. They both talked about how neither of them have a lot of female friends. Mm-hmm. So it was nice for them to be able to spend some time together and have a little female bonding time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, uh, I want to say Amanda talked a little bit about her experience with Ripley saying that he um, kind of, he because of course he was abusive. So he was, he isolated her from her family and friends. Which is one of the reasons why she was she never had any like close female friends or you know right okay um, they summer had a room to herself where she did like she got like video games and some other type of entertainment type stuff um, that just showed her dancing around her room. Nikki had a room to herself where there was a piano waiting for her when she walked in, so she sat and played the piano. And then her little game that she played with Abby, um, she knew Abby was going to be suspicious. So she kind of set up this little, Abby being a little uh, investigator, Mm -hmm. like when she got to her room, she was looking around her room because she felt like Phyllis put some cameras or something in there. Mm -hmm. She found a camera, which Phyllis did on purpose. I didn't really understand. I don't know. I didn't really get the whole point of Abby's journal. I thought that was kind of... Yeah, and see, that's what I'm saying. It was, I was expecting bits and pieces. You know how they kind of section out one piece of a storyline and then it leads into something. That whole episode was about the whole excursion that she set up and I just couldn't get into it. And that's probably why I dozed off on it both times trying to watch it. You didn't really miss anything on that episode. Other than it turned out to be a success. So... yeah. She got yeah. them to sign up um, to be a part of the club, and um, now and that yeah, that was later because she was starting to get phone calls and text messages. I did see mm-hmm. that part, you yeah. know. Yeah, that was like towards the end of the episode. People, she was, I think, she was feeling unsure about whether or not people liked it enough to sign up for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she starts getting the phone calls in. And then we see later on in the week that even more people other than the women that she invited um, also signed up from Yeah, and that's the part it. that I think I saw because I don't remember that from that whole, you know, one episode around Phyllis. But yeah, I think I, that's the one I saw because I remember her saying, you know, I think that was Nick talking to her saying, you know, how did you get all these other people that wasn't there? And, and I guess he said she was like people word of mouth. People tell other yeah. people. So, yeah, yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, but that was pretty much all with um, Phyllis this week. Phyllis well, there Nick. was another part of Phyllis. Wasn't she trying to console Nick? 
Yes, Be- she was. I think that was Friday. Yeah, that was Friday because there was this part where, you know, of course, Nick is not telling her what's going on. And usually I'm shocked at Phyllis because she usually, when she's being out of the loop of something, she tend to put her detective hat on. But she right. kind of let, you know, Nick just be, you know, just she just gave him good pieces of, of advice, you know, because mm-hmm. he was saying, who are you trying to save? Yeah, and, I, I'm glad that, and I hope that it continues to be that she doesn't try to dig and find out whatever the dirt is on on their family. I just I want her to let it go and just be there for me. Yeah, and just focus her. on her business, pretty much. Yeah. You know, because I mean, she got a lot, you know, going on on her own that she has to protect. You know, I mean, Abby's always sniffing around, so to be right. trying to figure out what's going on with the Newmans would be definitely counterproductive for her. So. Right. But yeah, I mean, it, it, she called him out though, because she was like, "Who are you trying to protect? Victoria mm-hmm. can take care of herself. Your mom, she signs up to marry Victor Newman sixteen times. You know, I mean, so why aren't you looking out for yourself? Why are you busy trying to look out yeah. for everybody else? And you don't care about Adam, so right. And she even complimented Abby. She said she admires that Abby has um, made a life for herself outside of Victor and their family business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, okay, what you doing all this for? And honestly, I, you know, even though Nick can't stand what Victor does, he's not too happy about what Victoria does. He definitely don't want to deal with Adam, but at the end of the day, he still have some connection. The fact that this is my family, you know what I mean? So, Mm-hmm. And I can understand that too, but at the same time, I also agree with Phyllis as well. These people chose what they what they're doing. So I mean, right. yeah. All right. So I mean, I think that was it about Nick, right? I mean, there was that whole joke that he had with, um, or oh, was that last week? Was that joke last week that he had with Kyle? Yeah, that was. Last okay, week. so we don't even need to go back to that because I think we talked about that. Um. Yeah. Let's go into which one because these are the two. Well, I ain't gonna say that because the biggest thing is this whole Sharon and Adam thing. So we'll leave that for last. But um, let's talk about Theo and Lola. Okay. Mm -hmm. I am not happy with Mariah. Mariah putting her two cents in, even when, okay, so. Let's start with the fact that Summer and Kyle are looking for a new place to move to. Okay. Yes. This this week, or I think it was Tuesday, mm-hmm. was when Summer asked um, Kyle if they could move in together. Right. Exactly. So when they're at society, they're looking at places and minding their own business. And Mariah over here, I'll just call it ear hustling. Mm-hmm. overhear them talking about and she's just freaking out I can't believe you how can you sit up in society and look for a place aren't you not being sensitive I'm like and at the time that all that was going on Lola was over at, at, at Theo's <laughs> right did you though before, so before we get to that part okay. of it okay. when, uh, when Summer first asked Kyle uh, to live if he wanted to live together, mm-hmm. didn't it seem like Kyle was hesitant? Yes, yep, which I 
I found that to be a little awkward. I well, think I'd have just been like, "Well, never mind." <laughs> yeah, I mean, because he was making excuses about the fact that, uh, "Don't you think it's too soon?" And you know, I mean, honestly, they're not legally divorced yet. So, in some ways, yeah. you know, I can see that because he's still married to Lola. That divorce is not final. But at the other token, you doing everything else with Summer. What right. you gonna do? I mean, like yeah. yeah, I mean, and, yeah. Go ahead. Got some issues with Kyle. <laughs> yeah, I, Kyle is, and and I honestly think that, and I don't know what triggered that in him. Whether it was something somebody else said, but it's almost like he's feeling some kind of way and about the. I mean, about Lola not being with him now. I don't mm-hmm. understand. What was it? Was it? Did she? Did he find out about? Theo and 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 uh, Lola hanging out or something or what was it? I'm trying to remember well, early he knows this week. That they're hanging, so he didn't see. I don't think he see, seen Lola this week. Okay, until later, like Thursday later or Friday. At, mm-hmm. After yeah, after her date with Theo. Mm-hmm. Last week he um, they seen each other and they had our like he knows that they're hanging out and dating. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's like super, he's being super protective about Lola's feelings because he knows that he kind of did her dirty. Correct. But I feel like he's almost being overprotective to the point where you're going to cause issues in your own relationship because you keep saying to Summer, we have to be careful of Lola's feelings. We have to be careful of this. We can't, we can't do this in front of her, blah, blah, blah. So then stop coming to our restaurant if that's how you feel. Well, and did you Why see Summer's summer face? You saw Summer's face when he was saying all that and she looking like, okay, really? You mean tell me we got to yeah. tiptoe around this girl? You already made the decision to be with me. Right. So I don't I don't know. I don't know if he is starting to regret his uh, breaking up with Lola or but Mariah is not helping the case. Correct. She's not helping the situation. It's like she's egging it on. And well, it's like, Mariah, mind your business and let them let them do what they're doing. They have both moved on with other people. Why do you keep bringing stuff up? Well, I think she actually manipulated all three parties. She manipulated both Summer and Kyle. She manipulated Lola. And she also did that with Theo when he walked in the door. So let me break this down and then I'll let you break it down on your end, okay? So the first part of this manipulation is, first of all, like I was saying, ear hustling, running, jumping in their conversation about looking for an apartment. And then she's like, haven't you seen her? She's not happy right now. She's sad. She's this. She's that. And of course, Summer and Kyle is looking like, well, maybe we should be a little bit more sensitive. So now she, they're feeling some kind of way, okay? Mm-hmm. When clearly Ma- Mariah don't have a clue what this girl got on her mind because she was on a date getting ready to go to his place for a nightcap. So what are you talking about, Mariah? All right? Yeah. The second part of this thing is when Lola does come into work and Lola is happy. She got this big smile because she had a good time with Kyle. And then Mariah's sitting back up yeah. against, I mean, no, Mariah, because Mariah had a conversation with Lola. Mariah. Oh, you, you said Lola had a good time with Kyle. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that part. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. She had a good time with Theo. 
um, after their date and at, at the nightcap they had, because again, mm-hmm. that's the part we also need to talk about how comfortable she was with, you know, going, especially being her second relationship since she lost her virginity. You know, mm-hmm. she actually took the steps to say, you know what, I've been wanting this. I'm going to sleep with Theo. Let's do mm-hmm. this. But, you know, once we're done with this, we can go back and address that. But Mariah saw. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Hey. Yeah, I don't Sorry know what happened. That. Yeah, I heard something going on your end and apologize for that. We had technical difficulties, so we are back. But um, what I was saying was the conversation when Lola got back to work and Mariah was talking to her, um, you know, of course, Lola came to work happy. She was smiling mm-hmm. and, you know, Mariah comes in there like, how are you doing? Are you sure you're okay? I mean, and it's like, yes. And even Lola was like, yeah, I'm good. Until Mariah kept talking to her about the fact that, you know, maybe you need to take your time. Don't move so fast. This is your second relationship. Are you sure you're ready? And then when she found out that he, she actually slept with him, do you have any regrets? Why would you want the girl to have any regrets? Right. Do you have any regrets? And Mariah, it's like she was trying to make her feel bad. It was like she was exactly, exactly. It, to me, and then at one point she succeeded because yeah. as much as she was happy coming in the door, coming to work smiling, by the time Mariah got through talking to her, she was like, "Oh my God, what did I do?" Yeah, exactly. And then, and you know what else I didn't like about how Mariah um, handled that situation. She said a couple of times, um, did Theo pressure you? Yeah. I'm like, why are you trying to make Theo sound like he raped her or like he took advantage of her? Exactly. You know, and she was like, well, I know this is not something that you would usually do. How, why is it your business what Lola chose to do when it comes to having sex with somebody? Right. I mean, really, Mariah? I mean, go worry about your own relationship. So it's one thing that he, and then that's the other part that we forgot because of the fact that she was making Kyle and Summerfield some kind of way. By the time um, Lola came out to the bar, here come Kyle talking about, are you sure you're okay? You know, if it, and, and they, she looking like, that annoyed Look, me too. That, I'm like, what the, <laughs> yeah, stop treating this woman like she's a child. Like she is just some broken fragile child that can't handle a breakup i mean yeah it it was terrible you know mm-hmm. how that she turned out but they're all treating her like they're treating her like she's sharing and she's got cancer and she's battling through some terminal disease she it was a breakup it was she's getting br- divorced right I would, right. be, I would be very annoyed if i was lola <laughs> I, I mean seriously but the problem is is because Lola trust Mariah so much yeah. that what Mariah was saying, it finally got to her, yeah. which is why she turned from giggles and smiles to, oh, my God, what did I do? Maybe I should regret this because Mariah said 
I might should yeah. regret this. And it's like, really? So then that's part two of that. Part three of that is Mariah sitting over there in the hallway. Here comes Theo. Cause he's like, Oh, let me go visit and see how, you know, Lola's doing. And she stops him talking about, I don't think that's a good idea. You know, maybe. Yeah. And he's looking like, what are you talking about? And then he almost say, what did Lola tell you? Did she tell you? And then Mariah was like, what? Tell me what? What What, what do you mean? Girl, I'm, yeah. I was so not happy with Mariah. I said, you didn't insert it yourselves in four people's lives. And now they're all discombobulated. Because yep. Summer had got Kyle to a point he was ready to move and get an apartment. And I think they still are. But the problem is they got to now tiptoe around Lola. Right. Lola's feeling some kind of way like, oh, my God, what did I do? And that manifested itself when Theo came up in there and, uh, because, you know, Mariah is telling um, Theo, you know, well, maybe, you know, she's still hung up on Kyle. And, you know, she found out that they're moving in together. And so now Theo is like, okay. I'm going to let her know it's okay that if she still have feeling for, for, um, for Kyle, he goes mm-hmm. up in there and says, you know what? I'm going to let you have your feelings. Cause I know that you still think about Kyle and she looking like, and that I might be a rebound. And she yeah. was like, Oh, you think that I, that's what I do. I'm just using you for a rebound. Girl, yeah. all this was started by Mariah putting her two cents in other folks' business. It's shirts. Yep, I totally agree with you. So what's your go ahead, I'll let you have the floor on that whole thing. Um well that just that last part of it when mm-hmm. Lola got def- she got really defensive with Theo. When Theo mm-hmm. all Theo was doing really was making sure that she was still okay, like she was okay with what happened the night before. Um and I thought he was being sweet and trying to be yeah. understanding. And then I feel like Lola reverted back to remember how she used to be when her and Kyle first started dating. She she would get mad and defensive for every little thing that Kyle said to her when he was trying to be like um, nice, nice, and um, I don't know, trying sweet. to yeah be yeah trying to be sweet mm-hmm. to her, trying to be nice to her, trying to be careful about what he, he would say to her because he knew that um, there were certain things about his life that she didn't totally understand or agree with or was comfortable with money. And she would get really defensive with everything, almost everything that Kyle did and said to her. That's what she reminded me of when she was talking to Theo, when Theo was just trying to make sure that she was okay. And she just jumped all over his case. Yeah. Yes, she and did. I felt bad for Theo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because he said, you know what, I'm going to let you, you know, get back to work and I will, you know, wait to hear if you want to talk to me. And she was like, don't hold your breath. Yeah, that was so ugly of her. I'm like, that's rude. But I mean, and she shouldn't, I, you know, you got to lay accountability where it belongs. She, you know, she shouldn't have treated him like that. I don't care what Mariah said to you. You didn't have to, you, you know, you didn't have to treat him like that because yeah, he was, was being nice. Totally unnecessary. And then yeah. for Mariah to say to Kyle, um, I think, I can't remember if this was before, I think this was after Kyle and Lola talked and Mariah says to him, um, well, you have to be careful with her, whatever it was she said. She was your first love. Um, you, uh, she should know that 
that you still care about her. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, why, Mariah? <laughs> you, why so does, why does he need you to this. let her know that? Let me ask you this, Keisha. Do you actually think that she was using this as a way to break these couples up? Do you actually think that her intention, meaning Mariah, mm-hmm. was purposeful where she was trying to insert little nuggets in there to kind of destroy some of these new forming relationships between, of course, Summer and Kyle and Theo and Lola? I don't know if she is intentionally trying to do it. I I think that Mariah really thinks that she is doing what's best because she's got, Mariah has, I don't know how to describe it, but she's got with other people this holier than thou Mm -hmm. um, attitude about life that she knows best when it comes to her friends. And um, if, if you are someone that is like Summer who has done you know, crappy things, has made mistakes, has tried to get what she wants by doing, playing dirty little tricks, then you don't know better than her and she's better than you. And I don't, I don't know what it is about her. I don't think that she's purposely trying to break them up. I just think that she thinks that she knows better than everybody else. And so she feels the need to insert her, um, her opinions and her thoughts into what's going on. And she tried, she's trying to, do what she can to protect her innocent friend Lola and shield her from Theo and shield her from Kyle and uh, Summer's relationship but in doing that she's causing issues where really what she should be doing is staying out of it because it's not her business exactly exactly and even if she gave advice there was one point that Lola said I'm hey it was my choice I'm glad mm-hmm. I did it I'm happy with it when somebody put that boundary right there, I'm good. You need to move away from Back that. You don't it. need mm-hmm. to convince them otherwise. Right. And that's what Mariah, she she don't know boundaries. She don't yeah. want nobody to tell her what to do with her relationship with Tessa. But she inserts herself in other people's relationships, especially those friends around her. Because I don't see her doing this with Victoria or Nick or anybody like that. But she does it with this younger group that's around her, mm-hmm. you know, to tell them what to do. And it's like, if somebody tell you they good, they good. Back off. <laughs> yeah. She does it with her mom. She does it with uh, Sharon, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, that's just, a whole nother discussion. But, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I'm just, I was just going to say, she just, she just gets on my nerves. She is, she is like, Mariah has become, to uh like what I feel about hope on the bold and beautiful because hope kind of does that maybe Mm -hmm. not on the same scale as Mariah but for instance the the whole um thing with her and uh Thomas and Douglas and her inserting herself into that issue and trying to take Douglas away from Thomas and or um when she thought that she lost Beth she broke up with Liam and tried to push Liam and Steffi together you know disrupting disrupting what Steffi had going on regardless of whether or not she feels like Steffi would have taken him back it's not your business to to tell Liam go live with Steffi you guys should be together yeah, you know it's, what I mean yeah exactly and, and I think the, about Mariah. the difference between and they both have similar end games the mm. difference between the two of them is that um, Hope is a little bit more low key with hers 
Oh, yeah. Whereas Mariah is bum rush vindictive. I'm going to run up on you and say, hey, what are you doing? You shouldn't yeah. be doing that. Yeah. Or you, how do you feel? You shouldn't be feeling that. That's mm-hmm. the, you know, she's more upfront and vocal about being in other people's business. <laughs> yeah, she in is. other people's business. Whereas Hope kind of try to do stuff behind the scenes. She go recruit her mother. Mm-hmm. She's, yeah, I mean, that, yeah. So, I yeah, they're, they're definitely alike. So I agree with you. It's just their methods are different. And yeah. Mariah is the type that she run up on the wrong person. She going to get popped. <laughs> because somebody gonna be like look girl mind your business don't come up in my face trying to tell me what to do i wish summer would slap her one good time yeah yeah her because she did mariah mariah de- would deserve it right now because she's doing way too much and is, she's in way too many people's business i mean and i that's... cannot stand the way that she made lola feel about her night with theo yeah, I mean, and, and much as, you know, whoever, however you feel about Summer and Kyle, they were perfectly minding their own business. That's a public restaurant. Yeah. You can't tiptoe around town from somebody that you broke up with just in case, oh, my God, we can't talk about anything over here because we might run into so-and-so. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Now, I will say this. If, mm-hmm. Kyle is, if Kyle is really that concerned about Lowe's feelings, then and I know it sounds absurd but he will stop going to her restaurant with Summer and I know it's a public I know it's a public restaurant but Kyle is the one that keeps um, that keeps talking about his concern about how Lola feels about their relationship so then stop going in a restaurant with your new girlfriend with Summer but but did you hear because Kyle said oh she's off this morning she's not here because Mariah came up to her and say, "Hey, how could you be doing this? I mean, what if Mariah? I mean, what if uh, Lola hears you?" And Kyle was like, "Well, she's she's not here. We already know she's not working this morning. So, I mean, at least he is checking, mm-hmm. you know. Because I mean, right now the only restaurant that they have on the show as a set is society. They don't have the athletic club anymore where people used to go and eat. Mm-hmm. And then of course, you know, the other place is a hotel and then everything else is a business. So all we got is society uh, and maybe what is the that? coffee and lights, but you know, you come to look for a dinner. I mean, and the other thing is that restaurant actually belongs to his cousin. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that's family. I mean, he can't come to his cousin's owned restaurant. I mean, granted, uh, Lola works there. She's mm-hmm. the head chef. But that that's... I'm not you know, saying he can't go. I'm no, just no, saying... not you. I'm just saying in general. I know that's not yeah. what you're saying. You know, because, I mean, there are people that are actually on the group saying, why are you going there? Can't you go somewhere else? He didn't have to be there with Summer. I mean, honestly, that's Abbott property. Yeah. So I mean, he's an abbot. <laughs> I guess my I guess my point of view is they should stop stop making it seem as if Kyle is all that concerned about her feelings because he keeps going to the restaurant mm-hmm. in the summer. If he was over it and he, not saying that he didn't care about her feelings, but if mm-hmm. he was just moving on and whatever, then he wouldn't he wouldn't keep bringing it up to summer that they have to be careful about what they say in the restaurant or how they are with each other in the restaurant because of Lola. If that mm-hmm. if that's genuinely how you feel, then don't go to the restaurant with Summer. Yep. 
Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah, I had, I was waiting. I was, I almost sent a message to you on Thursday because all that went down on Thursday. And um, I was going to be like, oh, did you see what Mariah did today? <laughs> yeah, she, that was Friday. That was Friday when Mariah did all that. It was? I thought it was Thursday. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm, that was on Friday. That was the last, the, the last episode of the week. Oh, okay. So I watched it. Yeah, I watched it last night. It was okay. it, the the minute Mariah walked into the restaurant and overheard um, them talking about moving in together. I was like, "Oh, here we go. Mariah's gonna go on one of her little rants and get on her soapbox and start telling Kyle and Kyle mm-hmm. and uh, Summer about how wrong they are for mm-hmm. moving in together." And then, of course, when we when Lola starts talking to her about Theo. You could see it in her face that she was going to start asking all these questions and making Lola feel, uh, you know, maybe feel bad, yeah, bad about going on that or spending the night with Theo. And, uh, and it was, it was, it was like she expected because she said she said to Lola, "Well, what time did you get home?" And it's like, yeah, it's Lola. like, wait a minute, that girl, she sure did, mm-hmm. she sure did, Keisha. I, I was like. Okay, how many questions you want to ask? You ain't her mama. What time? Exactly. Her mama is in Florida. What and are that's you talking exactly about? how that's exactly how um, I feel like Mariah was acting. Was like she was her mother or her her older sister trying to um, talk her out of doing something that she'll that that she'll regret later on down the line, like going this way with Theo. And it's you like, know, and, I mean, whatever Mariah, I mean, she could, they could say the same <clears throat> thing about Tessa. I mean, she's right. no saint, you know? So, I mean, if you, if Mariah is looking at Theo with the side eye because of stuff that happened since he's been in Genoa City, okay, mm-hmm. Tessa has a much longer history of the stuff. Exactly. So for her to be like, oh my God, are you regretting, you know, did he force you? I mean, did he try to talk you? Oh, that made me so uncomfortable. I know. I was, was, yeah, I was so annoyed when when she said that he pressured you into doing this. Yeah, it's like, are you serious? Okay, so I mean, I know we'll be going on and on about that one, but we gotta get to the big topic this week. Mm-hmm. Unless you had anything else, I, I didn't want you to make sure you got everything out you wanted to say about that. Yeah, I don't. You good? I don't have anything? Else. Okay. Yep. Okay. So the <laughs> other big thing is um, the Sharon, Adam, Chelsea, Ray, and I mean I didn't see Nick into this this week a lot, but those four. Mm-hmm. Okay. So of course Adam has a breakthrough. He mm-hmm. starts getting flashbacks. And of course, the first place he runs to is Sharon. And Ray is not happy. Chelsea's right. not happy. He takes off, and because I mean, I'm just summarizing, and then we'll dig deep once, you know. He takes off to Kansas. Sharon's follow him. Ray, I'm saying I'm going to. Chelsea's mad because she wasn't in the loop. Mm-hmm. Mad at Victor because he figures you ain't going nowhere either. Go sit down somewhere, Chelsea. <laughs> 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 and then of course that leads up to um him sitting under the table and all of that stuff. So yeah. which piece of this do you want to start with the whole thing with Chelsea or with Ray? Can we start with Chelsea? Okay. 
um, meeting up with Ray okay. to try to convince yeah. Ray that this is a bad idea. Oh my god. She and she multiple times I think she tried to say, um, it, this doesn't have anything I'm not insecure. I'm right. not insecure about our relationship. It doesn't have anything to do with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm not jealous. She kept she said that a couple of times and it's like, uh, Chelsea, you're clearly jealous. That's what mm-hmm. that's exactly what it is, mm-hmm. is your jealousy and you're trying to she was trying to make Ray feel insecure about it so that he would go back and tell Sharon or try to convince Sharon to not do this anymore. But you notice he still, I was kind of, I was shocked because I thought that she was going to be able to manipulate Ray's emotions to run mm-hmm. back and try to convince Sharon, you know, not to do this. But Ray was like, you know what? Nope. I trust her. I trust yep. her. Maybe that's I did, what you I didn't do. You think... she, and then he put it back in her cut. And her, do you yep. trust Adam? <laughs> yep, he did. And I, I didn't. Th- I knew she wasn't going to succeed because if Nick couldn't get Ray mm-hmm. to get Sharon to back off, I knew Chelsea wasn't going to be able to. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was clear as mud what Chelsea was doing. She wasn't, she wasn't dis- discreet about the fact that she was uh, not comfortable and insecure about that whole situation. Yeah, I mean Chelsea is clearly, clearly, clearly insecure about mm-hmm. this whole thing. It has nothing to do, and I'm not going to say she don't care about what he's going through, but she minim- she minimizes it. And that, and just yes. to throw that num- that nugget out there, that's one of the things that Adam tells Chelsea on mo- on Monday. Please don't minimize what I'm going through. Yeah. And so, and I'll leave that out there, and you guys will see the rest. But um, Chelsea is trying to bury this thing now. Let me ask mm-hmm. you this. Is she trying to bury it because she feels that it's going to do Adam harm or she's trying to bury it because she don't want him to dig deep, bringing that connection with Sharon closer? What do you think? I think it's both. Oh, okay. I think, um, I think because I feel like she was trying to get him to move on mm-hmm. before he mentioned anything about going to That's see true. Sharon. Mm-hmm. Um but then I think it just intensified her her desire for him to not do it when she found out that he wanted to get help from Sharon because she knew that, you know, of course, with their past, mm-hmm. that that could possibly um, spark something up between them. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I think it just I think it just made it, it it made it her more of her goal to try to convince him not to do it once she found out that he was trying to get help from Sharon. I think that is probably the higher um, reason than the other. Let me ask you something. When when Chelsea came by the house, because she came by the house a couple times. Mm-hmm. Hold on one second. I'm on the podcast. Um, Chelsea came by uh, a couple times this week, right? And mm-hmm. so, was she? Did she just walk in Sharon's house, or what? Or did she answer the door? Because there's a couple times I think that she just barged in and started yelling mm-hmm. at Sharon. She. When did that happen? That was. I know she she did that last. I don't know if she barged in, but when she went to, um, last week. Mm-hmm. When she went to Sharon's house, I can't remember if she just barged in her house or not. But I think Ray had twice now has had to tell 
Chelsea to back off of Sharon. That, well, maybe that was both last week because he ran off to Kansas last week, right? He, um, I thought he ran off to Kansas early in this week because of the fact that he found the, the memories came back, and that's because that's where all this stuff led. It, it started like either Monday or Tuesday. And so, oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. And then, of course, the whole epiphany, the sitting under the table, you know, all of that stuff. And of course, Chelsea's upset because Sharon didn't tell her that she got an idea of where he went. But see, that that's not that's interesting. Let me ask you about this. Both Chelsea and Sharon is supposed to be in deep with Adam. They're both either his work. Well, of course that's his current fiance. And of course she was married to him before Mm -hmm. knowing how near and dear that Kansas is to um, Adam. Why didn't that, why wasn't that the first thought that Chelsea had? It came instantly to Sharon. It sure did. I didn't even think about that. You're right. It came instant. Sharon was like, oh, I know exactly where he going. Yeah. I'm going to Kansas. Whereas Chelsea's like, oh, did he go to Vegas? Is he talking to that girl? Whatever her name was. I forgot the girl's name. That's where you went when you know his everything that happened is in Kansas. Because remember, all this went down in Kansas when he was 11 years yeah. old. You know the farm is near and dear to him. Y'all got married there. Y'all just took Connor there. So yep. why wouldn't that be the first place that you think of if you're that connected with him? <laughs> yeah. Yep, you're absolutely right. So, and then you got the nerve to get mad at Sharon because number one, she figured it out. Number two, she went down there. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think Sharon should have told Chelsea where he was? I Yes, I think she should have and I don't think that she should have gone to Kansas. So... Okay, so let's back up a little bit to when, one, Adam shows up at uh, Sharon's house unannounced Mm -hmm. after he has those bad dreams. Mm -hmm. He just, he rushes over to Sharon's house. I didn't like that Mm -hmm. because I feel like Adam is taking advantage of the fact that it's Sharon. Yeah. If it was just a random psychologist or therapist that that he found, he couldn't just show up at their house unannounced. Right, you have to call Demanding, Mm -hmm. yeah demanding their help and he's he's doing that he's basically demanding Sharon help her at the drop of a dime it's like uh no you need to call especially considering what she's going through you need to call her first and make sure that she's available make sure that she's in a a good you know space to be able to try to help Mm -hmm. so I was yeah I was annoyed with that yeah and then there's another part of that too because Adam does that because he knows Sharon is not going to stop him. People only do what you allow mm-hmm. them to do. And he mm-hmm. knows that if he go to Sharon, Sharon is going to receive him. And right. so I think if Sharon was to say, you know what? I understand you going through this, but this is not something that I can handle at this time. Because granted, yeah. Adam did say, if, if, if it's too much for you, you know, um, if you need to take a break or you, you know, you're not feeling up to it, please let me know. It's not like he's forcing her. You know, mm-hmm. Sharon is just way accommodating to Adam. Yeah, she Because is. of the fact that, I mean, because like you say, she just had a lumpectomy. Okay. 
what last like, supposed to have been what a few days ago in soap opera time, but mm-hmm. you jump up and take a trip to Kansas. But she, I, I'm glad that they wrote in the script because I don't know if you remember that because Ray tried to use that as a stall tactic. Ray said, the only way I let you go is if you get approval from your doctor. And he was hoping that the doctor said no. Unfortunately, yeah. the doctor said yes. <laughs> he was looking yep. silly. I, cause I, and I'm glad that they wrote that in because most people on the group was like, how the heck are you going to go after you've had surgery and take a trip, blah, blah, blah. So they did write that in the script that she got approval from her doctor to take that trip to Kansas. Yeah. Hey. So that was... Mm-hmm. That was the same scene, or not the scene, but kind of the same around the same time when, like you said, Chelsea barges over mm-hmm. to Sharon's house after, like, right after a- or Adam leaves mm-hmm. um, and starts grilling Sharon about uh, she hasn't heard from Adam. Right. What does she know? Where is he at? Blah, blah. blah. And that's when Ray um, tells her to back off and that she's not responsible for keeping track of Adam just because she's his therapist. So which me, I was go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say which I was happy to hear him say that to her. So because it sounded like that's what she was trying to do was blame her for not not knowing where Adam was. Or yeah. So she thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, just the mere fact that she was yelling at that girl because granted, I mean, she was being loud and disrespectful, but at the same time, mm-hmm. Chelsea, you know, she she want to find her dude. And the other problem is, is that she's insecure. So when you put those two things together, that's why she was lashing out. Um, mm-hmm. So what I was going to ask you, with when it came with how Ray and even Nick, as I'll even throw him in here, because Noah mm-hmm. is coming up next week, too. They it seems like they're not kind of how Mariah, like you were saying, Mariah is trying to tell Lola what to do. Mm-hmm. This girl is clearly finding energy out of doing the whole counseling thing. Obviously, it's fueling her because she's got she's got. It's not like she's like, oh my god, I'm so tired. I don't really feel like it. She's actively keeping herself mentally and physically stimulated because of the fact that she's able to do some work okay Mm -hmm. but everybody else is trying to treat her like an invalid and it just Mm -hmm. drives me insane they do that because it's like let her tell you when it's a problem and I understand the concern I get it but at what point do you let this girl think for herself because I mean it's almost like they're trying to save herself from herself does that make mm-hmm. it, what do you think about that? I agree to a certain extent. She, yes, she should be able to, she's an adult. She can make her own decisions. Mm-hmm. But you know those people that, so like you might have coworkers mm-hmm. that they don't know when to say no. Mm-hmm. They take on too much work and they don't know when to say no because they want to please everybody. Um, they want to make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the kind of person that Sharon is mm-hmm. when she because she cares when she cares about someone she wants to do whatever she has to do to make them happy and I think that's what she's doing with Adam because she cares about Adam so much mm-hmm. so I I don't believe that let's say Sharon was feeling run down and worn out I don't believe she would tell Adam I can't I can't oh, help really because I okay mm-hmm, I don't think she would I think she would feel bad if she didn't if something happened 
and she didn't do everything she could to make sure that he was okay. So I, I kind of, I get where maybe not Nick so much because I think he goes overboard, mm-hmm. but I get where Ray is coming from. I think he's the more sensible one out of the people that are trying to protect Sharon when he constantly asks her, are you, are you up to, are you sure you're up to this? Are you feeling okay? Um, are you sure you want to do this? Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with him asking her that because he's trying to get her to think about, like, how do you, how do you really feel? Are you just doing this because you don't want to say no to Adam? Like, can you really help him right now? I think that's what he's trying to do. And So at what point when he continued to ask her that and she's like, I'm fine, I'm good, I know what mm-hmm. I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Do he continue to ask that question? Because I will tell you this, it gets really annoying to her on Monday. So um, mm-hmm. the thing is, is that at what point do you keep trying to kind of like how Mariah was trying to push Lola into thinking this is how I should feel about what I did? It seems like he's doing the same thing. Now, I, like I said, I get the concern, but how, how often are you going to say, well, sit down, go to sleep? Go take a nap. Don't you want to lay down? And she looking like, would you stop? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure that can get annoying. I wouldn't blame her for being annoyed about that. But I do think Sharon is doing too much by going to Kansas. Yeah. I mean, you don't do that as a, that's you're getting way too personal. Mm-hmm. And you don't need to be that personal into it. If he went to Kansas, then you tell his wife that's where he went. And you let his wife bring him home. You don't go to Kansas to to search for. Him. That's true. I think that's. I think that's. You're, I would be. I would be pissed if I was Ray. You're chasing your ex to his um, childhood. That's home true. To try to save him. You're not. You're not doing this because you're his therapist. You're doing this because he's your ex and you have. You care about him. Mm-hmm. Because she wouldn't do that with anybody with any of her other clients. I'm sure. That's true. And here's the thing. He's a police officer. And I'm wondering if Mia came back to town and says, look, I got this going on. I need your help. Can you help me with this? Mm -hmm. And I'm being serious. And he finds out that it's actually legitimate. How far Mm -hmm. would he go? You know what I'm saying? Or like with Chelsea, you know, I mean, she was in a whole relationship with Nick who despises Adam. She even despised Adam at that point. And then now you're back in his orbit. I just think that, especially, with, I won't say Ray, because that was just a, a, a hypothetical situation I brought up with Mia. But with this mm-hmm. whole thing with um, with Chelsea, it's like, Really? You came to town denouncing Adam. You wanted to take both, mm-hmm. keep both of his kids from him. And that includes Christian, which, of course, he was trying to fight for at the beginning. I mean, he she was so pro-Nick. And then all of a sudden, now mm-hmm. I'm on Team Adam. And then she's acting like, girl, please. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just I'm my about take. I mean, it with Chelsea. Yeah, I mean, Chelsea is just, it, I, I used to like the Adam and Chelsea thing, but I'm more a Adam and Sharon fan. So, mm-hmm. it, I mean, granted, I do agree with you. She should not be running after her ex. She's way too involved in this thing. However, yeah. I do like the Adam and Sharon chemistry. And the fact that Sharon mm-hmm. Case and um, Mark 
Grossman are true couples in real life is probably the reason mm-hmm. why they're bringing them together because they do need some type of sex scenes on camera. You know, I mean, they've been trying it with Nick and um, even, I mean, you got Brighton and Brittany. I'm surprised they didn't do any romance scenes with them unless they just not, not thinking that it's hot. But from what I understand is that they're really trying to bring those two together because they want to put some actual romance on screen. So it's supposed mm-hmm. to eventually go down between Sharon and Adam or Mark and Sharon, the the couple on screen. So, mm. but yeah, I know. Yeah. Are you, a, are you an Adam and Sharon fan or? I do like Adam and Sharon together. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always felt like Sharon and uh, what's her, what's the other guy's name? Nikki's son. Uh, that's Dylan. not on the show anymore. Dylan. Mm-hmm. I've liked them together best, but okay. um, Sharon and Adam are like my second favorite Sharon pairing. Okay. Gotcha. All right. So that's all we pretty much had this week. I mean, there was a little bit of Abbott stuff, but, you know, it wasn't much. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, it wasn't really that much. Um, I'm going to do the flip the script at the end because we've been leaving that out since we've been back. So mm-hmm. when we get to the end of the show, just remember what you would like to flip the script in in the YR, YNR segment. Okay. Did you have anything okay. else for the Young and the Restless this week? Uh, I do not. Okay. I think we covered everything. That's about it, really. Okay. So we're going to move over to Bold and the Beautiful, and we only have... I didn't even really see Steffi in the pills this week. Did you? No, it's only been the whole, everything this week has been about Ridge and Shauna. Right. And Brooke. And there was a little sprinkling in of Zoe and Carter on Monday. And then there was the whole thing with Bill and that whole thing. So. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, okay, let me ask you a question. And this is the $100,000 question. Mm-hmm. When Brooke made, okay, so when, of course, Ridge and, and Brooke decided to reconcile and they're like, I'm going to take the divorce papers, I mean, the annulment papers over to Shauna, we're going to sign them. She thought he was gone. Bill mm-hmm. comes over because of Quinn. Mm-hmm. Um. And, of course, we'll get back to the whole Quinn thing, too, because we forgot about that piece, too. But um, let me ask you this. When Bill came over and had that conversation and he's confessing his undying love for, for Brooke and, mm-hmm. and um, uh, Brooke says, you know, I'll always love you. I'll love you for the rest of my life. Do you think that Ridge hearing that and the conclusion that he made, whether he went off the Shauna or not, do you think mm-hmm. that he was justified in his thinking? No, I think I think Ridge completely went overboard with that really? conversation. Okay, I definitely do. All right, and I don't think he handled it right. Well, yeah, that um, part, yeah. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. I want to know why you feel that he went overboard on that comment. So I feel that way because that their exes they used to be married and it's not a surprise that Brooke cares about Bill she she doesn't hate Bill and while Ridge might hate him she doesn't 
So for her to, to say to Bill, you know, I'll always love you. I don't view that as, um, I don't view that as disrespectful. It's not like she said it in front of Ridge. She didn't know Ridge was there. I mean, there's some things that you wouldn't say in front of your spouse, of course, but I'm sure Ridge has said that same thing to Taylor in the past. We've, we've heard Liam say it to Steffi. Um, so to to me, I don't think, I think Ridge totally overreacted. And I think the writers could have done a better job or a more convincing job of having a reason for Ridge to to not want to reconcile with Brooke because of because of that. They could have come up with something better than that, more solid than to tell Bill that she'll always love him. Okay. I think that was I think that was a bit ridiculous and that was a weak a weak excuse. That was about as weak as the excuse that um uh Wyatt used when he broke up with Sally the first time. Gotcha. Okay. So that's that's my that's opinion. Your opinion. Okay. <laughs> Cuz I know I posted some things in the group and um mm-hmm. here's my thing. One of the conversations before Bill came over that Brooke ha- and Ridge had is that she mm-hmm. has no more feelings for him. And she, she said, mm-hmm. I don't feel anything for him. I don't feel anything for him. Mm-hmm. Um, as an ex, you can definitely care for someone. Like if she had said, hey, you know what, Bill, I always care about you, but that's the extent it's going to be. You know, I'm moving on with Ridge. But for her to say, mm-hmm. I'll always love you and I'll love you for the rest of my life. I'm thinking that in most situations, if um, especially an ex that has done so much damage to your current boyfriend, husband, whatever the situation is, family and mm-hmm. business, um, for him to actually or anybody else listening would see that type of conversation where you're current and saying, you know what, I always love you. I'll love you for the rest of my life. Somebody gonna feel some kind of way about that. <laughs> I mean, I, I know. I mean, because I, I mean, putting myself in that situation. I mean, I've actually been in a situation similar, and hearing mm-hmm. that it didn't go too well with me. And believe me, that's why we're, of course, we're not together now. But mm-hmm. um. The thing is, is that, you know, I mean, she could have easily, there's a way to frame some things where, you know, if you are not connected to this one, this person romantically or even have feelings for them, that's something that you probably wouldn't say. You'd be like, you know, I always care about you, but that's the extent we're going to ever going to be. And you just took a month off of kissing him. And which is why you guys are in this situation in the first place. So I, I can understand mm-hmm. on, you know, my opinion, I can understand why Ridge feel the way that he does. Now, should he yeah. have ran off to Shauna and say, you know, go get in the bed with me. Now that I don't agree with. Yes. It was a better way to respond that to that. Yeah. You know, but that other part. Like walking downstairs and saying, what the hell exactly. is going on? <laughs> exactly. You know, he could have easily been like, well, man, what's going on here? What are you doing in this house or whatever? You know, you sneak mm-hmm. out the back door and run over to Shauna's and then Shauna's downstairs and you take her upstairs. And it's like, yeah. really, writers? 
<laughs> now that part I don't yeah. agree with, but I I can understand why he would feel some way about his current girlfriend saying something about her ex who has done so much damage to him and his family. He mm-hmm. just hit, even though it was a mistake, you were just in an accident where my daughter is recovering from fractured ribs. It was a mistake, but all he yeah. see is the whole thing that happened with the cabin and him and, and Steffi, all of that, you know? So, I mean, I don't think, and for her to say that, yeah, you can care about him. But that's still your, your mm-hmm. that's your sister's dude, okay? That's the other part of this, too. You know, yeah. so it's not only her ex, but that's that's your sister's dude. He, he has a whole kid with your sister. You know, so, right. I mean, that's just my opinion. So, I you know, I wanted to throw that out there. But um, let's kind of backtrack a little bit and talk about Quinn. Because what incited Bill to come over there in the first place is Quinn having a conversation with him. <laughs> what do you think about that whole conversation Quinn having with him about that? It was Quinn being Quinn. She was uh, trying to put in place a kind of, I guess, a safety net to her plan mm-hmm. for Shauna and Ridge to work out by convincing um, Bill to go talk to Brooke. Because they were married. Do she realize that that could actually blow up in her face? Because the moment Bill says, man, if it wasn't for Quinn coming over to my office trying to tell me to go after Brooke, that mm-hmm. looks bad. <laughs> you know Quinn don't care. She don't care. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of things that Quinn has done that will blow up or that have blown up in mm-hmm. her face. Mm-hmm. And that woman, she doesn't care. She, she has so much hatred uh, or disdain for Brooke that at this point, she will do anything to ruin Brooke's life. <laughs> exactly. You know, she's being way too risky because she's, I mean, she's putting her marriage on the line doing this. Yeah. I mean, honestly, he and Bill is strong minded and gregarious as he is to allow, mm-hmm. to allow, um, especially after blowing up Katie's phone. Of course, Katie's not answering. But to mm-hmm. allow Quinn to actually say, hey, you know, hey, he's married to Shauna. Why don't you, this is your opportunity. Go over there and tell her how you feel. Blah, blah, blah. And then he yeah. gets up there, he throws Quinn out of the office. But then it's like, shoot, yeah, let me go and stay and shoot my shot. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. She knew he couldn't resist doing it. And, and that says a lot about his connection with Katie and his connection with her because no matter right. if you truly wanted to be with Katie you would be blowing up her phone nonstop. it didn't matter whether she called back you would be trying your best to get back with her plus you got a kid over there but for him to exactly but for him to say okay well she's not calling me back so you know let me go and sniff around Brooke yeah dude yeah that says a lot and you know that goes into you want to talk about that too about Katie's response to hearing that whole conversation between him and Quinn. Um, well, before we talk about mm-hmm. that, can, I just want to point out, remember how we were saying how Eric um, was dead wrong for what he said to Shauna? Mm-hmm. Um, when he, uh, what did he say? Come on, last oh, when week. he was telling Shauna, yeah, Yep, when he was telling Shauna, basically, don't get comfortable because this isn't going to last. Right, right, he, right. he ends up apologizing to her for it, for being harsh. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I thought that, that was, was nice cool. Thing to do. He didn't have to. Yeah, because it wasn't uh, his place to do that. 
Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad I forgot about that. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. So okay. So so then the convo between so this is of course is after Bill had tried to shoot his shot mm-hmm. with uh with Brooke and got shot mm-hmm. down and then Katie overhears Quinn trying to convince Bill that uh to to go back and try again because this is after Ridge shows up at Quinn and Eric's mm-hmm. and and leads Shauna upstairs. Katie overhears the convo. Mm-hmm. And this is so this is what this is what bothered me about it. Okay. Um so apparently Bill has been calling and texting trying to, you know, to trying to talk to Katie mm-hmm. um to to try to work things out and Katie has not been responding to him. Right. So then that day Katie shows up and she says, "Well, I wanted to I wanted to work things out and reconcile, but I hear that I, you know, overhearing you and Quinn's conversation, it sounds like you still want to be with my sister. Mm-hmm. So it makes me wonder if that's what she was really coming there for, or did she just decide to say that? Oh, or, I see know, what just you're saying. That she wants now, she wants to be with Bill because she sees that Bill is actively trying to go after Brooke. That makes sense. I mean, did she? What was her true intent coming through that door before she actually heard? what Quinn was talking about, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Because, yeah, I mean, what, what, what were you actually going to get back with Bill? Or are you just saying that now that you know that he's trying to go somewhere else? Right. And you don't... So, I guess the way I look at it is if you want to reconcile with somebody, you don't ignore their phone calls for, I guess, weeks or however long it's been. Um, like Bill said that she was doing. She said it sounds like they hadn't talked to each other in a while. Mm-hmm. She wasn't, you know, trying to accept any communication from him. So, I mean, I get you need your time to think about what you want to do, whether or not you're going to forgive. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I guess complete. I don't know. I mean, I guess you would have every right to cut off communication with him on that end if she is trying to figure out yeah because she, she did do, but... say that she said i need what because you know bill asked her you know well why haven't you said anything i've been texting calling and she was like i needed some time yeah so, yeah, so I, um, I guess i see i i can see that point of view of you needing time to think about it but now because you've taken whatever time to, that you needed to take he has already tried to move on with your which he was probably going to try to do anyway once he found out what happened. He's trying to move on with your sister now, and it's but you know what? Seems honestly, like it's too late. Honestly, Keisha, I honestly think that Bill has more chemistry with Brooke anyway. I mean, I, they they explored, and you you know, let me know what your opinion is. That I mean, him, this Ridge, I don't know about when he was. Well, I do remember when Brooke uh, was with the old Ridge, Ron Moss versus Thurston K. Thurston K. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. I'm liking actually this ridge with Shauna and I'm actually mm-hmm. I see more chemistry with Brooke and Bill because Brooke tends to be a little she's you know she tends to be a little mellow type I honestly think Bill could take, actually bring some things out of her mm-hmm. you know um I don't know about Katie I mean 
I even thought uh, Quinn, if they actually flipped something and actually Quinn and Bill was together, they could run L.A. together. Honestly. I wish, I wish that, I, I almost wish that they would put those two together. Who, Quinn and Bill? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because they're, they're both hilarious because they're so conniving and they always have their little one-liner insults that they like to throw at people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've, I've, always, I've always wanted them to go down that road with them. And I think they tried it for like a split second. They did. When they were, they were like, but they were seeing each other behind everybody's backs. Like nobody knew about their little hookups. There yeah, wasn't and like Liam a, a real relationship. And it was yeah. the lamps and everything was broken. <laughs> I actually thought yep. that was pretty hot because they are fiery personalities. So you could imagine yeah. what the bedroom scenes would probably be. <laughs> yeah. I don't, so. honestly, I don't like Quinn with Eric. I don't. I mean, honestly, I yeah, mean, it's not my favorite. It's not my favorite because. Eric is a little bit slow moving and to me it's slowing Quinn even though Quinn does what she does off site regardless. regardless but I honestly think that Quinn and Bill would be a better pairing Thorsten mm-hmm. Kay and Shauna or the new Ridge and Shauna and then put um, I don't know what we would do with Brooke because I already put Quinn with Bill so <laughs> I do know one thing. I hope they do not put Eric and Donna back together. Oh, God, I never no. like them as a couple. Nope. Never like them Mm-mm. as a couple. Nope. 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 Uh-uh. Not at all. So, I mean, honestly, because I, I just don't like the connection that he cannot break that connection with Brooke. I mean, Brooke got her claws mm-hmm. in Eric. Subconsciously. Mm-hmm. It might not be surface level, but it's anytime something go down, it seems that Quinn tends to I mean that Eric tends to side with Brooke. And I just it's like, dude, yeah. I'm your wife. Come on now. That's your ex. Yep. You I mean, and that's the thing. You I mean, Brooke can't be mad at, you know, this whole thing because look at what she's doing. She tapped her fingers in every situation that she didn't had a foot in. She always have, you right. know, if it ain't Bill, then it's Eric. It's like, come on, Eric. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, all right. So, so what do you, go ahead. I was going to say, so do you think the way, the way they set the scene up with Katie and Bill mm-hmm. is almost as if they were having Katie accept the fact that Bill will always be in love with Brooke yep. so they can never work out. That's so the way remember they made when I was thing. saying mm-hmm. I think it was la- I think last week or maybe it was the week before I was saying mm-hmm. if they put Bill and Brooke back together, they're going to make it to where Katie is she does this, oh you guys are meant to be together. It's okay. You know, I'll get over it. She's gonna be accepting of it. Mm-hmm. At, that way Brooke doesn't look like the bad exactly. guy. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and I agree with you. Katie on that. is the loving, su- supportive sister, so Brooke isn't, you know, the big bad witch that stole her sister's husband. Katie has given them her bro- her blessing, so it's all good. Yep, I totally agree with you on that one. That's exactly mm-hmm. how that's going to look because it's going. It's like Katie is going to be giving her the permission, and it won't be this infighting right. between yeah. the sisters. You know what I mean? Yep. So she'll just bow out 
gracefully, basically. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you about um, Shauna, because mm-hmm. th- she's still doing this lukewarm back and forth attitude crap. One moment, oh my God, I'm the Mrs. Forrester, and then I don't know about this. What you... And it's like, oh my God, either you in or you're not. Either you go, mm-hmm. I mean, when she gets in front of Brooke, she digging her heels. But when she's with Quinn, it's this back and forth. And Quinn is thus always trying to convince her, go after him. He's yours. You're married to him. Mm-hmm. Keep going. You know, and it's like, okay, just either make a resolve to continue down this sordid path or just get out of it. <laughs> just, get, right. just get out of it. But stop complaining because we're tired of hearing it. Exactly. It's it's, it's becoming whiny to me. It is. Whiny and pitiful. Mm -hmm. Like, she wants somebody to feel sorry for her. Yeah, you know, it's like if you really truly feel that this is not the right way to do this and you don't want Ridge this way, then walk away. Skip Quinn. Quinn can't put a gun to your head and say you gotta go do what you want. You can tell Quinn, you know what, I'm done. I can't do this no more. I I don't feel right. And walk out the door. But they, exactly. they write in this where it's like, yes, I'm the Mrs. Forrester. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I should be doing this. But I am Mrs. Forrester. But, oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, yeah. please. So, I mean, what do you, and like you said, pitiful. So let's go back to what you were saying with that. When Ridge comes in the door and she's talking about, I'm going to be the best person for you and all that, and let's go upstairs. Do you think she was truly thinking that, hey, he wants to be with her? Or what do you think about that whole going upstairs thing? I'm pretty sure that gave her the impression that Ridge was ready to be together. Mm -hmm. Because what does he, when he walks in the door, what does he say? My my, my wife. wife or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then he, yeah, and then he holds out his hand to take her upstairs. I, if I was Shana, I would believe. You believe it too. Okay. That he's accepting it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if you, if that's not what you wanted, and you wanted to get it annulled, you would have handed me some divorce papers and told me to get out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or you would have told me, you know, just so you know, I'm, I'm getting some annulment papers drawn up. Don't get too comfortable. Um. I'm sorry, but this isn't what I want. Right. He, he never said that to her. That's true. That's true. So what do you think about the whole thing with, um, you know, he didn't come back to Brooks and Brooke is like, what is going on? I, you know, he should have been back by now. She shows up at the house and finds Shauna in sitting on the bed. What do you think um... about that whole thing? And <laughs> I would have been thoroughly confused Mm -hmm. if I was Brooke because of course when he left Brooke was under the impression that they he they were on good terms yeah he's going to get some annulment papers and he's going to take them to Shauna and to tell Shauna that all of this excuse me all of this is over so I would have been a little weirded out walking into his room and seeing her sitting on the bed like everything is all good I think I would have probably cussed a couple people out (laughs) (laughs) like what's going on here right but i'd have been very confused yeah i mean that whole thing she and you know shauna looking like okay i'm sitting in this bed what are you talking about what do you mean what am i doing here and 
Well, you know, of course, um, Ridge come out the bathroom looking at her like she crazy, like, what do you want? And it's like, Ridge, she thinking you coming back to the house. You ain't call back and say, yeah. you know what? I'm done. Don't even call me. Don't come here. None of that. You, She's thinking like, we're good. So that whole conversation, because that's the other piece of this, that after Shauna's dismissed to go downstairs because, you know, Ridge want to talk to Brooke. You know, Ridge is going mm-hmm. on and on and on and on. And she's like, what are you talking about? It's interesting how the writers mm-hmm. drug that out. Because I'm like, just spit it yeah. out, Ridge. Just spit right. it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I hate when they do yeah, that. Yeah, but. Dragging stuff along. Clearly, she has the same point that you had. Is like, well, what did I say? I didn't mean anything. You know, what are you talking mm-hmm. about? Whereas. Ridge is like, I remember those two sentences you said. Mm-hmm. I always love you. I love you for the rest of my life. And she thought that was meaningless. You know, she was like, well, wait a minute. What are you talking mm-hmm. about? Haven't you? And you said this a few minutes ago, too. Haven't you said that about Taylor? And he was like, yeah, but that's mm-hmm. the mother of my kids. <laughs> and he's got a point. Her and, her and, her and uh, Bill, Bill don't have no any kids, children. Right. Together. There's no nothing there. So, you know, I mean, you will definitely have some feelings in regards to children, I mean, you know, the person that you have kids with, but still, it's not to that extent. But right. then she says, you know, well, I mean, hey, I I feel the same way about Eric, too. And it was like, you're digging yourself in a hole. <laughs> you're digging right. yourself in a hole. <laughs> you want to throw Nick in there? <laughs> exactly. Hey, you want to throw Dylan in there? Because remember, I mean, not Dylan, uh, Deacon. Because you got a kid yeah, by oh, him. Yeah. They got a kid together, too. I mean, you got a kid. Like you said, Nick Maroney, you got a kid by him, too. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. so how many of your exes are you like this with? You know, so I'm like, Brooke, this ain't helping your case. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> you just talked about his own father. I mean, really? So I, I just, yeah. I honestly, I we need a break from them. I know there's a lot of Brook and Ridge fans, in my opinion, just mine alone. We need a break from those two. I mean, they, they just, they've been infighting about their kids, about the company. Mm-hmm. They were infighting about Bill and getting custody or having some type of joint custody with Will. It's been an ongoing battle between the two of them because it's always about somebody that you know they have I mean it's just no so I honestly think that you know they need to move on but I mean what's your thoughts do you want you think they should try to work it out I even yeah I I think Brooke of course was probably doing too much saying what she said to Bill Mm -hmm. but I don't think it's a reason for Ridge to have done what, to have the reaction, that yeah, he had. not that. I yeah, think that I he could have handled it that. better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I do, I I do want to see them explore the relationship with Ridge and Shauna. Right, it just sucks that they went about it this way. Correct, that they mm-hmm. went about it in a way where Shauna's being devious because we all know how it happens on the soaps. It's going to come out what they did, and when it does, him and Shauna are going to break up mm-hmm. because he's going to be. He's going to be mad. Yeah, you know what? That's the exit door in their relationship. Because if they had to mm-hmm. organically put them together and, you know, Brooke is like, oh my God, I screwed up. I got to eat this one. And 
you know, Brooke decides to move on and they get to know each other and take that route, mm-hmm. then they maybe could have went been somewhere with that. But now because they schemed this, that's going to be the exit door to their relationship, which probably yep. going to bring Ridge right back to Brooke. Right. Which sucks. And I, they do this every time. They do this every time um, something they want to shake something up with either Brooke or Hope's character. Mm-hmm. They make other people the culprit of why something has gone wrong, but why that other person gets what they want. That way, later on down the line, mm-hmm. they have a reason or an excuse to break them up because that person was in the wrong for how they were together. They they do it with they did it with uh, um, Steffi and Liam, making Steffi the cheater. Mm-hmm cheating on Liam. Um, that was their way of breaking them up. That way it didn't make Hope look like a homewrecker because she obviously still had feelings for Liam. And they're doing this with uh, with Shauna. They turned her into a, a, a liar and a schemer mm-hmm. and basically scheming her way into a marriage with Ridge, which will later on down the line, it's going to blow up in her face. Yep. And it's bad because they were doing so well before the pandemic break of bringing them two together. Yeah, I mean they're basically taking the onus of why Ridge and Brooke are not together off of Brooke's mishap with Bill exactly. and that kiss. Exactly. They're taking it off of her, and now it's on to Shana. Yeah, because it's her fault. Yeah, because that kiss is nothing in comparison on what happened in Vegas. Right, it's that whole manipulation and getting him drunk. And getting him married and lying to Carter to annul, give, you know, to file the divorce papers, that's going to be nothing. I mean, that kiss is nothing compared to all of the stuff that Quinn and Shauna did in regards to putting them with Ridge, you know. So, yeah, they're definitely yep. not making Brooke accountable with this one. Definitely. So, as always. As always. So is that that's pretty much it with that one. The only other small piece we have mm-hmm. is this whole thing with Zoe and Carter, which we only mm-hmm. got one piece of an episode on Monday with that. You know, I, I'm liking. Yeah. I'm a, I'm curious to see how that relationship is going to bloom. What do you think? I don't see why it wouldn't work out. Um, they don't. There's really nobody in the picture that is going to come between them unless they make Thomas that third wheel that tries to get in between her and Carter because he wants her back. Now here's but the thing. They've already kind of addressed that. That would be interesting. If they're trying to create some drama, the only other person that could do that because they're trying to redeem Thomas right now, because if you notice everybody's mm-hmm. a lot more accepting of him now than before. Yeah. So if he says, you know what, I realize that Hope was never the one for me. And that, you know, me spending time with you, I got to learn and love you. And I know you still have feelings for me. And that could actually throw um, a triangle together between Thomas and Carter. Would yeah, you like to see they that? Could go, go ahead. I wouldn't mind seeing that triangle. Okay. They could also go the other direction and bring Maya back into the picture because Nicole, Nicole and Zenday are supposed to be coming back. Oh, really? Which makes me think that uh-huh, they recast um, that this was like a couple months ago when I saw the, the news about Zenday's um, 
character being recasted with a new actress because the guy that used to play him, mm-hmm. um, uh, I can't remember his name. It's Rome. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember his last name. He, I saw a tweet where he congratulated um, the new actor okay. that they picked for for him. And then I saw in the group someone post about um, the actress that played Nicole before is coming back to play that role. Okay. So it makes me think that maybe it brings Maya back into the picture. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if now that Maya and Rick aren't together anymore and um, Carter kind of showed a little bit of interest when Maya was on before. This was before the, the whole pandemic thing happened. Oh, Maybe they'll throw a little love triangle. Yeah. Listen, way. I just thought about something too because for a minute Maya had issues with um, Zoe because of Xander. Remember Xander is her cousin or something. Oh, yeah. You're right. So if they if if Maya comes back and she's like, oh my God, yes, I'm interested in you. I want to get to know you, Carter. And then she finds out that he has an interest in Zoe, who has a history mm-hmm. with Xander, which she wasn't too mm-hmm. happy about. You know, she might try to throw in some, you know, some some drama in there, trying to get Carter to say, hey, I know her past. I know how she treated my cousin back in London, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, you know what? That might be, you might be right on that one. They might throw Maya in that triangle. Yep. Just a, just pure speculation. I haven't seen anything like that, but it would be an interesting storyline. That would be, that would, that definitely would be. So we, it remains to be seen, remains to be seen. Yep. Okay, so um, we're at the end of the show. We still got to do our Flip the Script segment. So in Young and the Restless, if there was one script that you wanted to flip, which one would it be? Um, I would like to see uh, Abby mm-hmm. back off of Phyllis okay. in her hotel. Okay. So I'm, I'm hoping, I don't, I mean, I don't, I haven't heard anything, but I'm hope I would like I would like it if Abby just, you know, sees the success that Phyllis ha- is having with the hotel, with her new project. Mm-hmm. If she says, you know what, I've got better things to worry about. I don't need this hotel. I don't need to be here um, involved in any drama with you. You have the hotel. Do what, do with it what you will. I'm going to back off and I'm going to start a new venture somewhere else. I would like to see that happen. Okay. Because I want to see, I, I, I have a, I have a bias for Phyllis. She's one of my favorite characters. I just want to see them give her a little bit of a break. Gotcha. Right now, you talking about Phyllis? Phyllis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I agree with you on that one. Um, mine is a mini flip. Um, I would want Lola to basically tell everybody to back off and stand her ground. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when Mariah was going in on her to say, you know what, this mm-hmm. is my business. I'm an adult. I get to make my own decision. Thanks for your concern, mm-hmm. but I got this. That would be a good one. That would be a good one. And and show Mariah the door. You can leave now. I got work to do. Yeah. yeah. Somebody needs to put Mariah in her place. Yeah. I mean, even if it was... Summer and Kyle, and she jumped in their faces about moving. It's like, you know what? This ain't got nothing to do with you. We get to choose yeah. what we well, want to do. Well, that one would take Kyle to say, because Summer, of course, has no problem telling Mariah oh, yeah. mm-hmm. where she can stick it. 
so that it w- it would need to be Kyle or Loa. I feel like mm-hmm. that that's those are the only two people that would get Mariah to back off. And then if this was Theo coming in the door and Mariah said what she was saying, he'd be like, look, you know what? This ain't got nothing to do with you. Me and Lola, we decide how we want to move. I understand your concern. I understand how you feel about mm-hmm. me. But Mariah, I mean, uh, Lola has made her choice. I've made my choice and we good with that. And I want you to respect that. That's just my flip. Yeah. They need to tell her to back off. Okay. So yes. with Bold, what would be your flip? Okay, so I'm assuming that we lost her um, with regards to flip the script. I'm just going to put this out here. My flip the script for Bold and Beautiful is the fact that, um, you know, Brooke needs to be at least held. I mean, granted, you know, Ridge done some things, but Brooke needs to be held accountable because this is what ignited everything else after that. So she needs to take some time to herself, figure out what she wants, and if that's Bill, go for it. So I want to thank everyone for coming on to the show. I appreciate everybody, each and every one of our listeners. I appreciate it. And Keisha, um, we got, I don't know, I think we got disconnected or whatever. And, um, you know, everybody stay safe, stay masked up, you know, and uh, stay healthy. And until next time, this is CBS Soap um, Soap Dish Recap. We will talk to you guys next week. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong, and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms, such as via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.